Well, the question is, is it more than just one bad apple? Senate estimates has heard that potentially up to 30 partners and staff from accounting firm PricewaterhouseCoopers were involved or at least knew about a scheme to help multinationals avoid paying tax. Now, they did this by using confidential information obtained while advising the federal government on anti-avoidance tax laws. Former PwC partner Peter John Collins was investigated by the Tax Practitioners Board. He's had his registration terminated. But the revelation of the amount of people who had knowledge or were involved raises questions about the conflict of interest major firms have while working with government as well as non-government clients. Jason Ward is from the Centre of uh, for International Corporate Tax Accountability and Research. Jason, this is white-collar crime, but it does affect us all. How do you explain what happened here? Well, there's an inherent conflict of interest when these uh, big four uh, uh, audit firms are advising governments on tax reform and then selling insider information to their multinational clients to help themselves and their clients uh, avoid hundreds of millions of dollars in taxes that should be paid to fund our public services in Australia. Senator or Labor Senator Deborah O'Neill noted last night in Senate estimates that any potential sanction wasn't enough to deter or to stop confidentiality agreements being broken. What are the current checks and balances in place to stop this from happening? I mean, according to one publication today, there was three separate confidentiality arrangements or documents that were signed. Well, clearly there needs to be greater uh, transparency in terms of government contracts and and roles that that these people have on on government boards. Uh, I mean, their business model is inherently fraught, and it's a structural problem, inherently fraught with conflicts of interest where, you know, their core of their business is providing audits to multinationals or or big companies, and then at the same time uh, making money on consulting businesses and providing tax advice. Um, and, you know, it's the same type of conflicts that they have in terms of their government relationships. You can't be paying, playing both sides of the fence. The Tax Practitioners Board, which is charged with regulating tax practitioners and protecting consumers, says it wants beefed up powers to adequately sanction any further breaches. What powers should they have? Well, they need to have powers to, to, I mean, this is, uh, as you said in your introduction, this is not one individual. This is some 20 to 30 people within that firm. Uh, And I believe that this is the tip of the iceberg and it it crosses into the other uh, big four accounting firms who, you know, paid, uh, made 850,000 in donations in the last financial year and received $1.5 billion in government contracts. Uh, I mean, there needs to be consequences. And one of those consequences should be no further government contracts until they can prove that there's actually uh, withholding these confidentiality agreements, upholding the confidentiality agreements that they sign. If you just tuned into RN Drive, I'm speaking with Jason Ward from the Centre for International Corporate Tax Accountability and Research about the case of one former partner at PwC who took it upon himself to break uh, confidentiality with the federal government and look to help multinationals avoid paying tax. At this point in time, the TPB investigation is closed. The relevant re- revelation that other partners and staff were involved, or at the very least, had knowledge of what was happening. Uh, does does this warrant further investigation? 
Absolutely. This does warrant further investigation. And I think, uh, you know, ASIC uh, has been a rather toothless uh, regulator here and needs to step in and take a closer look. Um, And these big four accounting firms, they've been subject to investigations and inquiries in Australia and in countries all around the world, including, you know, very recently in the U.S. with the Securities and Exchange Commission having an intense audit of the conflict of interests that are inherent in their business models. Do you have any confidence that this is an isolated case? I mean, with the rate of consultancy or government processes being outsourced to consultancy, surely this is not isolated. Uh, Surely this is not isolated. This is the tip of the iceberg and represents a much bigger problem in terms of conflicts of interest with government contractors. And the big four auditing firms are very much at the heart of this conflict. And and as I said, their conflict is also in relation to the business model of providing audit services, which investors rely on heavily in order to ensure that companies are doing the right thing and then selling consulting and tax advice services at the same time. This has to be broken up and separated into different functions. Greens Senator and Economic Spokesperson Nick McKim asked if PwC had been blacklisted from working with the federal government as a result of this incident. Has it and, and should it? It has not, as, as, as my understanding is, but it should be. I mean, it's, on, it's been on a panel and it continues to be on a panel to win contracts from the Australian Taxation Office. Uh, it should be immediately removed from that panel, given what's gone on here, um, and should be banned from future contracts with any federal contracts until it can demonstrate and prove that it's cleaned up its act and that this type of thing will not happen again. Jason Ward, do appreciate your time this afternoon. Thank you. Thank you very much. He's a principal advisor at the Centre for International Corporate Tax Accountability and Research here on RN Drive.